Hello, hi, it's Matt Bennett, and you're listening to a new episode of Crazy Life Stories. On today's episode, I have special guest, YouTuber, Twitch streamer, filmmaker, Chris Holowicki. You can find him over at Drunken Atheist Studio, where everything's just nuts. Today... He's going to tell us a story about how his neighbor tried to axe his door down. Enjoy! Test one, two. Um, <laughs> hey everyone, uh, my name is Chris Holowicki, and I'm here to tell you a crazy life story. Um, shout out to Matt Bennett, who has created pretty much the most brilliant uh, podcast format. Uh, when he asked me to be on Crazy Life Stories, I was like, cool, when do you want me on? Uh, are we going to do this online or in person? When, when are we going to record? And he essentially said, well, how about you just do it all and I'll just post it? I'm like, that's a brilliant idea, Matt Bennett. You don't got to do nothing at all. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into my Crazy Life story. I do a pretty good Matt Bennett impression. Anyway, all right. The story of how or what transpired before my uh, one of my former neighbors tried to axe my door down with a hammer. I thought it was an axe when I called the police, but it turned out it was a hammer. Um, essentially, you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do a flashback. Uh, Back to maybe three years before this guy moved into the place. Um, well, essentially, uh, uh, the people in apartment... I've lived in the same building for like 10 years. And a lot of people who have lived here stayed here a long time. But unfortunately for me, it turned out that uh, the people in apartment one and apartment two... Ended up getting together. They eventually got married. But they ended up moving into the same apartment together. And they had both been there forever. So there was a vacancy in the building for the first time in a long time. So what my landlord does, instead of hiring, or not hiring, uh, renting the place to some riffraff off the street that might screw him over, he wanted to go for what is the best bet. Where am I going to be? Like, where, where is there a guarantee that I'm going to get my rent every month? And because he's had, you know, as most landlords probably have, bad experiences with bad tenants. So what he did was he got in contact with this program called Pads Chicago. Or maybe it was Pads DuPage. But, uh, yeah, there's a DuPage County. We're in DuPage County next to Cook County, Chicago. But, um... Yeah, so what they what PADS does is they take homeless people and then they put them into apartments and they pay their rent for them. Uh, this might be a good service, and maybe I was like the one in a hundred uh, person who gets put next to a complete psychopath. Uh, but uh, yeah, as far as I know, PADS Chicago, the only experience, PADS, PADS, the program, the only experience that I have with them 
is that they put a fucking uh, mental patient in uh, an apartment where uh, children lived. In an apartment building with a lot of small hallways where children lived. So, uh, yeah, not super, not super cool pads, whatever they are. Uh, seem like kind of a shit establishment, but they might do good things. I don't know. <clears throat> well, so this guy uh, named uh, James Joseph, who's actually still in a DuPage County Jail, from what I understand, uh, he lived in an apartment way down the hall for me for years. And all of my other neighbors, constant complaints about him. I, I fucking hated the guy. He was a total piece of shit scumbag. Um, but I kept out of his hair. He got into it with all these other people, but I just kept my distance, just nodded at him when I seen him and never started any trouble. The path of least resistance, always de-escalating the situation. Um, but it came to the point where I eventually did have one run-in with him. Uh, see, the thing is about this guy, James Joseph, is uh, he was a fucking problem everywhere that he went. He was banned from every single bar in the neighborhood. Pretty sure he was also banned from the 7-Eleven because he would just start shit with everyone. Because he's just a crazy fucking asshole. And here's an another uh, thing about Pad Chicago is they uh, they put this guy into a neighborhood that had literally five to six... Yeah, I think there was five to six bars at the time within immediate walking distance within two blocks of there. And, uh, and uh, like, three different places he could buy liquor. That's where they put a fucking piece of shit like James Joseph. So this guy was always drunk. There were times where he he would always leave his garbage in the hallway. He would uh, he for a time he smelled of pure liquid shit for like six months at a time. I don't know what his fucking deal was, but he made the entire building smell at some points until eventually somebody the landlord came and put a stop to it. But uh, yeah, this guy was just putrid, putrid. Just a putrid fucking person for years. And I never had a beef with him until I did. So he's screaming at one of the bars he's banned at from the uh, right outside my back window. So he wakes me up. So I end up getting in my first ever screaming match with him, telling him to shut the fuck up. I ended up telling the landlord about it just in passing. And I guess my landlord brought up to him that I brought up the fact that he was loud. So all of a sudden I became public enemy number one for this fucking guy. Uh, right after that, it was all over. He was saying, like, go fuck you. He was screaming, go fuck yourself if he saw me in passing. And... uh yeah, all this stuff. He was just acting extra volatile. I'm just like, whatever, old man, you old fucking loser, piece of shit. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> until, uh, and this all happened really rapidly. It wasn't like there was three months of us talking shit between each other. As soon as he got his, in, as soon as he got in his head that I said something bad about him to the landlord, 
that was it. Within uh, two days, this is how much things went from total peace between me and this guy to uh, crazy extremes. So what happened was uh, he knocks on my door, maybe like a little past midnight, maybe one in the morning, and uh, probably right around like, yeah, probably right around like midnight. All of a sudden I hear a knock on my door. I'm like, who is it? He's like, it's me from down the hall. It's J- it's James. Open the door right now before I kick it. He's like, open the door right now. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking opening the door, you cunt. Uh, so he's like, open the door right now before I kick it down. I'm just like, you know what? I'm calling the fucking cops. So I called the cops. And as I said, you know what? I'm calling the cops. I hear him start walking away. So I had the cops show up there and arrest him for threatening me. And he probably wouldn't even have gotten arrested if he had the ability to not act like a fucking um, R-word. I think it's not PC to say. It's not the, the word the word that uh, is proper is not politically correct to use. But uh, if he didn't act like a total R-word, he probably wouldn't even have gotten arrested. But he was. And the thing is, this guy, he threatened to not only kill me in the hallway while the cops were <laughs> wrestling him down and uh, arresting him. He threatened to kill some cops, too, but they just rolled their eyes just like, fuck this fucking mental patient. It's like they they were more they're less mad at the crazy guy and more mad at my landlord for letting him live there for as long as he did because the cops had to deal with this dumb motherfucker all the time. Uh, so yeah, uh, they arrest him, and let's say two hours later, I get a knock on my door from my neighbor, my other neighbor, who's a young lady with a few kids, and she just knocks on the door, and I turn around like, what was going on? Why are you being in the door? And apparently, he was standing outside of my door just, like, seething, he was just like waiting out there, standing out front of it when she had got home from going somewhere. And she's just like, he was just like creeping outside of your door, just like standing in front of it. I'm just like, I just got that fucker arrested like two hours ago. And he's just fucking creeping in front of my door. She's like, yeah. So it turns out that me and him, we get into his shouting match, me and my lady friend neighbor and this uh, uh, old pathetic homeless R word. And uh, <laughs> uh, there's actually a video on my YouTube channel. If you go to Drunken Atheist Studio, just Google Drunken Atheist Studio, you get my YouTube channel. Um, if you dig around, there's a video of me and my neighbor fighting with this guy. And he's just acting like an absolute piece of shit, calling her a whore and saying that uh, you will not. He's pointing at me and saying, you will not fuck with me. And then uh, saying that I called the cops on him for no reason. And I'm just like, you threatened to kick my door. And he's like, but did I do it? And I'm just like, no, but you threatened me. And I don't fucking know you, old man. So he ended up just drunkenly wandering back into his apartment. And that was that. Another interaction with a dumb fuckhead. And I thought that was going to be it. I thought that he would probably chill out. I mean, I knew that me and him weren't going to be on good terms. But what happened next... I never expected. Um, 
I st- I'm a type of guy. I I stay up all night and I sleep all day. So it's about maybe like shit. It's hard for me to say, but all I know the sun was up and I was still awake watching YouTube or something. In fact, I was watching an iDubs video when this happened. And when it first took place, I wasn't even in my living room by my living room door. So it was a very confusing thing. All right, let me paint the picture. Sorry. I'm in the kitchen doing something, probably getting a bottle of water or something. And then I hear like the loudest smashing noise I've ever heard inside my apartment. Like so loud and uh, violent that I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? Did like a like a fucking car crash into the building or something. It was just an outrageous banging noise. I walk out into the living room and I hear it again and again. And it's so loud that I can't even tell where it's coming from. But then I look at the front door and all of a sudden it starts splintering. All of a sudden sunlight from the skylights in the hallways starts spilling through in splinters and over and over and over just Bang, bang, bang. The door starts falling apart. I fucking pick up my phone, call 911, and I'm trapped. I am fucking trapped in this apartment. There is no other exit at all. If I wanted to get out, I had to squeeze out of a window that would barely open enough for me to fit my body through. So I'm just like, I'm going to die. Someone has a fucking axe, and they're axing down my door to get in. And uh, I'm calling the police, and eventually while I'm still on the line with the police, the banging stops. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. There are visible holes in the middle of my door. There's light coming through it. It's completely fucked and i'm on the phone with the police like shaking like trying to call like trying to fucking get this thing so the cops show up and they're the daytime cops are like not even as nice as the nighttime cops the nighttime cops are way more understanding the daytime cops were basically they're just like uh it was like one guy who dealt with me for the most part they couldn't find him because he fled at first. And this cop, like, it seems like he was trying to, like, like, well, hey, we'll go to the station, come in my car, and then I just need to take pictures inside your apartment. So, like, this cop is acting like, he's like, you know what, you're probably guilty of something, too, so I'm going to uh, trick your dumbass to letting me search your apartment. And I'm like, no, you're not doing that. So, but, uh, yeah, they take me to the police. Well, I end up going with him to the police station. After I'd let him take pictures supervised. And then, um, yeah, they uh, they took me there. I'm interviewing him. I have to call my landlord to come over there to do this shit. I get on the phone with Pad Chicago, and they just said, uh, he's no longer part of the program. Uh, you got to deal with it now. Uh, so fuck the fucking cunts at Pad Ch- or Pads DuPage. It's probably Pads DuPage. Fuck that entire organization. That's not the solution to homelessness is to start putting them next to liquor stores and putting them into apartment buildings next to small children. No, you'd put the mentally ill into mental asylums is not the fix that they think it is. That's not the problem of here's the most here's the thing most people who are homeless. They're either drug addicts or they're mentally ill. Very few are. That's pretty much it. 
you're either a junkie or you're mentally ill. Very few people are just have fallen on hard times and they're living like a hobo for years and years and years. It's it's not a thing. It's that's the rarity. That's the exception to the rule. It's junkies and people who belong in mental institutions. And not necessarily mental institutions. They need to be rehabilitated. They need to be on medication. They need to be monitored. And this is just, it's healthcare in this country, man. Blame Ronald Reagan, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to blame Ronald Reagan because this fucko that traumatized me for the rest of my life. Um, Yeah, so... uh, where was I? I'm at the police station. And, uh, yeah, uh, they're trying to get me, like, all right, we're going to have to go to court and do all this stuff because we can't find him because he fled after he smashed my door. Uh, so I get my landlord then, and he's like, oh, I don't want to press charges. Don't want to go court. I do not want to go court. He's like, Vietnamese or Chinese or something. And uh, I'm just like, no, man, you have to go to court because if you don't press charges, they're going to let him go. And then the psycho who tried to smash my door with a hammer is going to be down the fucking hall from me. And then the cop starts saying, because the cop doesn't want to fill out the fucking paperwork, he starts telling me, no, you can't tell him. You can't give him suggestions of what to do. No, you can't tell him to press charges. I'm just like, this is my fucking life. So this cop, so he doesn't have to do paperwork, and my landlord, so he doesn't have to go to court, are basically just like, no, just let him go. Let him go. And kill Chris Holowicki later. It was unbefucking-leavable. I was... Oh, just recalling and just remembering that right now is like so fucking upsetting. And uh, but then eventually, all of a sudden, what do I hear? I hear that dumbass R words screaming in another room in the police station. They had found him. And after 10 minutes of his, him screaming, he eventually threatened to kill a police officer. So then the cop who is telling me that I can't tell my landlord to press charges he walks in he looks really disappointed and he says uh you don't need to go to court to press charges he already did something we could press charges on him for so uh yeah it turns out he threatened to kill a police officer dumb motherfucker so he got put in county jail and he was in there for like a year he got out for a few months and then got put back in. And then he got out for like a few weeks and he got put back in. So, yeah, this has been like three three or four years since this all started. And James Joseph, that piece of shit fucking loser, has been in county jail like 99% of the time. And that makes me feel great. I always keep up to date on his uh, on his upcoming court dates to make sure that my tax dollars are going to good use, keeping him in county jail, in in uh, in limbo, just sitting there. Because he deserves it. He's an absolute piece of shit. Um, yeah, kind of hope he's there for the rest of his life. I hope he stays in county jail for the rest of his worthless life. Uh, no joke. But yeah, um, what happened? Other things that happened after that. James Joseph. That's he's he's away in prison. Um, I ended up the next day installing security cameras all over Drunken Atheist Studio. Gives me a little bit of peace of mind. Every time someone walks near my home, they are recorded. 
with motion sensors. So that's awesome. And uh, this is the other thing. Oh, I, I have to wrap this up because there's an important there's an important message with an current event going on here. Um, here's one thing I tried to do after getting the security cameras. I also went to the DuPage County Courthouse and pled with a judge to get a order of protection, or as you might know them from television on TV, they call them restraining orders. Uh, but the real thing that they call them in most places is an order of protection. I tried to get that from the judge. I had two police reports. I had pictures of my smashed up door and the judge said, that's not good enough. He needs to do more shit to you before I give you order protection. So luckily if James, luckily they, James Joseph kept landing himself back in jail until he was, all this shit got thrown away and uh, someone else moved in because that would have uh, been uh, awful. If I had to live with the fear of, like, any time I open my front door, I could be fucking stabbed or clubbed with a hammer. And don't even trip, you guys. If you think that I'm overreacting or something, we caught this guy pouring lighter fluid under the car of one of the lady bartenders who worked at the bar next door to our building. He was a violent, he is a violent piece of shit. And when I say I hope he dies in county jail, you shouldn't feel sorry for him or think that I'm being an asshole. He's a waste of oxygen. Uh, but yeah, and speaking of other wastes of oxygen, uh, there was a story about disgruntled neighbors out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. You may recognize that name because of the show, The Office, The American Office. Um, it takes place, the American version of the show, The Office, takes place in Scranton, Pennsylvania. What just happened there was a hot-headed, mentally unstable, obviously, neighbor shot and killed a 50-and-52-year-old uh, 52-year-old couple uh, in cold blood in their driveway over a dispute over where they were shoveling snow. And I want you to walk away from this little podcast with, if you have an insane fucking neighbor, someone who you could tell is just out of their fucking mind, don't push them. Be the bigger person. Always be the one to de-escalate. If you got to call the police, call the police. But if you know someone's out of their fucking mind, don't push them. Because you might get that one of them starting to axe your door down. Or you might end up dead in the driveway over shoveling snow. So yeah, guys. Check out Drunken Atheist Studio. Uh... It's youtube.com slash Christoph Films. Chris T.O. Films. C-H-R-A-S-T-O Films. Check out my Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash Drunken Atheist Studio. And um, you'd also find me on Rumble, Odyssey. I'm all over the place on the internet. Just Google Drunken Atheist Studio. Instagram, Cat X Party X Chris. Fucking follow me on all the things. Uh, I'm online for... Every night, and I have a late, late night show where I'm on live for like three or four hours almost every single day. 
So if you want to come say hey, ask me more questions about my crazy life story, you know where to find me. Till next time, thanks Matt Bennett for having me on. And as for the rest of you, stay metal and hail Satan. That's my sign-off sign. You guys don't have to be satanic. That's fine. Uh, it's, it's all good. <laughs> Bye.